This episode of Whatever is sponsored by you. You can help support the show by being a Patreon member. Go to www.patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for just five bucks a month, you get early access to episodes. Only five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. Cause this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. And this is my United States of whatever. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Whatever with Jason Soto, the comedy podcast that swears the cough is only from allergies. I promise. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Soto, and welcoming back my esteemed co-host, Mary Mitchell. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jason. Welcome I'm... back. Glad to have you back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Um, so, uh, yes, you were gone last week. Last week is when we did the uh, Sleepaway Camp episode, and we were, me and Lisa were very sad you couldn't be there to join yeah. us. <laughs> and uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna quickly uh now from your mouth directly your thoughts and takeaway from sleepaway camp because um i was very anxious for you to watch this movie because i've i love this movie and when you said you've never seen it you know nothing about it yeah. you've not heard anything you don't know the ending like anything like that i was so amped to hear your your actual <laughs> thoughts about it and I got some of your thoughts when we were messaging the day you watched it, but I want to hear directly from you. Uh, first off, uh, what like the movie overall? Just like, what are your thoughts on the movie overall? I loved it. I absolutely loved every minute of it. It was so much fun. It's a movie that I was not bored like once. You know, I never mm -hmm. got distracted. And sometimes I don't know if you're like me, but like if I'm watching a movie and it's like not really like if it gets boring i get distracted and stop okay. like yeah 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 yeah. know what i mean but yeah, no, yeah. I, I was watched the whole thing and um and i fucking loved it it was hilarious i love seeing <laughs> the clothes that was my favorite part of <laughs> yes it was like best clothes yes. <laughs> like ridiculous and the characters were all ridiculous and like over the top and i was laughing the whole time up until the fucking ending, and then I was like completely horrified. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll get we'll get to the ending. We'll get to the ending. But um, you said you had a favorite character. Who was your favorite character? Um, the muscle man, uh, the bodybuilder Jim Counselor. <laughs> that was the greatest character because, like, well, I, he was he was like super nice and like really caring and like mm -hmm. you know like really like a good dude and like I don't know why they went with like a bodybuilder i mean it's an interesting <laughs> choice <laughs> yeah of the scene there's like a scene where there's two characters talking to each other in a field and in the background you can see the bodybuilder yes. just like lit, like yeah yeah yes i know what you're talking about yeah i i don't know what what him being a bodybuilder had to do with anything except for the fact like the actor probably was and yeah. he, he insisted, like, okay, I'll do the movie, but I'm going to be working out. So I'm going to be in the back working out. And if you happen to film me, so be it, dude. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. He stood out like a sore thumb. Like, he did. It's like, 
like a camp counselor like you think it'd just be like a normal person it's like this bodybuilder but like also nobody makes mention of it he's just kind of there and he's a bodybuilder and yeah he has clothes on no yeah no well he's the guy i said last week that his shorts were like inside of him yeah. like his shorts were so tiny and tight that it, it was like how is he walking hard. around I love how he had like you know what my favorite too is like he had the little tiny shorts but the the athletic um knee socks from like the eighties. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Really completes the whole look. <laughs> like I can't people actually dress like that and walked around like serious about it. Like Oh totally. Like, yeah, that was a totally a thing from what I can tell in the eighties. Like that's how people what? actually dressed. Rift shirts. Like what what like the shirts that like stopped like right at the guy's nipples yeah and, we like, were talking about we were talking about that last week we were like it's so weird that like the guys were the scantily clad one and the women <laughs> were like more clothed than the guys were also when did that style come in and, and how quickly did it go out like that's <laughs> like when did they realize like oh this is kind of like you know it's a little silly looking. Yeah. No, it yeah. I mean, I'm it, it could stay in the 80s. I'm I'm happy for that little. I'm not I'm not going to be doing that anytime soon, I promise. <laughs> um I wanted to get your thoughts on on Aunt Martha. That was the fucking that was the thing that kind of like when I started watching it, I knew it was going to be a good movie because like her performance was so bizarre. Yeah. It's like what the hell is this late? Why did she talk like this? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. My daughter. Oh, yes. What the weirdest way of talking. Like, why did she read her lines like that? <laughs> I why don't know. That's like creepy. Like, she almost seemed like a mannequin or something. Like, weird looking. Like, was that a decision of the actress? Or, like, why did they make her like that? I no no idea. I don't know what is up with that lady. I I'm done. I would love to know what the hell was up with that lady. Like she was, she was a trip and a half. It kind of went full circle though. Like she she was like creepy in the beginning, and then it's like, oh, this is a really creepy lady. Yes, yes. She's legitimately creepy, and it all makes sense. But that ending was fucking horrifying. That was I didn't expect that. Uh, before we get to the ending, there's one more question. Is I want to yeah. get your opinion on um, Judy's death, and if you need to refresh who Judy is, she was the major bitch. Got raped with the curling. Iron. Yes. What the fuck was that? What, what? Yeah. What was your thoughts on that? Well, seems like a harsh way to go out. That was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, I don't know why they added that extra detail to it. I mean, maybe just to get fucked literally with a hot curling iron. <laughs> maybe she and she deserved it. She was a huge cunt. Oh yeah, she was terrible. Just yeah, really bad. The other one that got it in the shower wasn't as bad, but she was still a huge cunt as well. Yeah. But not- yeah. Like- just to add insult to injury, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and get to the ending here. So, again, just everyone out there listening, this is spoilers now. Uh, if you have not seen Sleepaway Camp, we're going to talk about this very briefly. We'll do no more than five minutes. So just kind of fast forward five minutes, and then we'll we'll be done with this. With this. So, spoilers now. 
Okay, so uh, the ending, Mary. <laughs> uh, what was going through your head when that was a scene was playing out? It was like, what the fuck? Like seriously, I was ter- that was terrifying. It was legitimately scary. Like, what was it that scared you about the look it? Like on his face or his face? Just, ugh, it was horrible. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's that is a very. Uh, iconic creepy face um it it kind of like i like the fact that it made like you know before like the ending where they reveal what was actually going on Mm -hmm. uh, i was like kind of just under the impression where it's like oh this is another one of those um emotionless killer little girls that's in every friggin' movie ever but then they turned it into that and it was like creepy because it's like okay this this kid is very disturbed it's not just a it's like that you know the character has a reason for being fucked up mm-hmm. you know and that was a thing i when in the beginning when they showed like the um the boat accident oh I yeah because they show the little girl swimming away so it was like okay so the little girl survived and the boy died because they didn't show the boy they showed the boy and the dad and then they showed a little girl swimming away and it was like, oh, I didn't realize that the girl was the one who died, not the boy. Yeah. No, I think the... Wow, I don't remember now, because that's like the very beginning of the movie. But I think the girl is a different girl. I don't think it's 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 the sister. I don't it was think. the girl in the, um, the life preserver, the life jacket. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know now. I have to, Wait, I'll have like, to revisit it again just to see, yeah. but... Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. I didn't catch that. And I also didn't catch the fact that the father was gay until midway through when they showed him in bed with the yeah. other guy. Like, I didn't realize going back, because, like, after I read the Wikipedia um, about it, and then going back, it was like, oh, he was with a guy on the beach. Yep. When the boat accident happened. Yeah. So there's all kinds of crazy fucked up shit, like, that I didn't realize, like, you know, it's like one of those movies you have to, like, kind of maybe, like, watch twice, or, like... It, I think it definitely is, yeah, you definitely need to watch it twice to to pick up on certain, <laughs> certain the things. The pedophile, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I figured, wait, uh, yeah, I, okay, hang on. I figured you had thoughts about that. <laughs> about, you're talking about the cook, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just like... Yeah, no, we really laid in, into him last week when we were talking about it. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they. I feel like they comically made him that much of a pedophile just so yeah. we don't feel terrible for what's happened to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cheering him all, like, yeah! Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly the whole point. Yeah, it was creative. A lot of creative deaths in that. Yes, there was a lot of good kills in this one yes okay kill the bodybuilder guy he, he made it out at the end yeah till he survived he he's the yeah. one that got to witness the terror that is angela's full uh reveal if you will <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we are now done with sleepaway talk sleepaway camp talk i'm, I'm glad you liked it i'm very very happy um I lo- that you that you loved it i'm i'm yeah um so now uh, I don't want to do this last week because you weren't here. Uh, so now we're gonna pick the next movie of the month. Cool. Uh, and I... and okay. as I as I noted, uh, the rest of mine are actually horror movies, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, here we go. I'm gonna pick one here, and then I'll let you know what it is. 
Okay. Now. Was that on there? That sure is. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, for the month of November, your movie of the month shall be Taxi Driver. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> yes, it is your I've pick. Many times, like that's one of my favorite. It was actually my favorite movie until I saw Barry Lyndon. Oh, it was okay. unseated by Barry Lyndon. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, uh, we will talk about Taxi Driver next month. Uh, if you have any thoughts or opinions on that, you can email them to me uh, at whateverjasonsoto at gmail.com. Or you can go to whateverjasonsoto.com and leave them in the Facebook group. Okay. Cool. That's going to be next month. That's cool. I've seen Taxi Driver once, and it was a long-ass time ago, so I don't remember it very well. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I'm okay with this being the pick because I don't remember a whole lot about it. Um. I did always wanted to rewatch it again anyway. Um, awesome. Yeah, so it's yeah, this is perfectly fine. I'm perfectly okay with this being the pick for next month. So Ooh. I'm looking forward to it. Ooh. Okay, what's the next thing I have for business? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, I don't know how long ago it was now, we talked about fan fiction. And oh, yeah. we asked uh, you, dear listeners, to... Um, <clears throat> uh, we asked you, dear listeners, to send in your fan fiction of us, of like whatever J. Soto fan fiction, uh, and uh, we will read it on the air. And we got a submission um, from uh, the Vern from Cinema Recall. So, Vern, thank you so, so much for uh, sending this in to us. Uh, so what we're going to do now is me and Mary uh, is going to read this. Uh, Mary, you got your copy ready? Um, or I can, can share you... my I can share my screen. I'll yeah, just, sure. I'll just share my screen. I'll have to go through all. Yeah, my... yeah, it's fine. All right, and hold on. Right. Let me make sure that um, if I if I put Skype on the side, it doesn't. Oh, never mind. Because you... I got your screen. Okay. All right, so you can see this, okay? Yeah. Hold on. Let me just um, I'm having trouble with the Zoom function. Ah. Oh my god, no. Why? I can zoom in, but it makes it... Oh, oh my god. Can I move it? Like, Okay, yeah, alright, I got it. Okay. <coughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, just to set this up... Um... I play myself, who's also the narrator of this, and Mary's going to be Mary. Um, this is called, apparently, The Cure of the Raptor Skull. I wonder if he meant to put Curse of the Raptor Skull. But we're going to go with Cure of the Raptor Skull. <laughs> like, the Raptor Skull is sick, is a disease, and we need to find a cure for it, I guess. Anyway, he calls this a whatever mystery with sleuths Jason Soto and Mary Mitchell written by The Vern. Awesome. Thank you so, again, Vern. Yes, this is going to be fun. Here we go. Chapter one. <clears throat> I was sitting in my office counting the money we made from our last case. It wasn't much, but at least I could have a good time in Green's Pond, Junspler, and maybe get a good room as well. I once spent a weekend at Flexenber Holston, and I do not, repeat, do not recommend that place at all. They water down their drinks with goat piss. 
No joke, actual goat piss. Stay away. My partner Mary was busy getting the coffee machine ready and had my usual two packs of smokes waiting for me at my desk. (laughs) Now, while it's true that I don't usually smoke and don't want to be considered a role model for young kids, keep in mind this is 1945 and everyone smokes now. I mean, listen to the ads they had back then. On the radio, three female like trio sing this jingle. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Smoke, 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 cause you're a man. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. If you get cancer, you're a pussy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. I gotta get through this. All right. Mary comes by my desk and says, Jason, did you read the paper this morning? At first, I thought it was a really dumb. It was really dumb that my partner was still reading print media, but then I remembered that this whole story takes place before computers and most likely before color even. Ugh! <laughs> I'll bet that if this was a movie, it would be in black and white and to score some more hipster points, <laughs> it would be subtitled in a foreign language. I nod my head, and Mary continues. The museum out on Burbank in Lexington was vandalized last night. I remember that joint. I reply as I light up my first of many cigarettes this morning. They usually collect weird and odd knickknacks, as I recall. Very much. Answers Mary. You can get a real monkey's paw, a mogwai with anxiety, and the finest bourbon you will ever drink. I asked, so what did they take? Only one thing. The raptor skull of Zendora Triad. Said Mary. I heard of this artifact when I was super fucking wasted with Ernest Hemingway and Daffy Duck. Say what you will about cartoon characters, but they can hold their liquor. It would also be fair for me it would also be fair for me to mention that doing cocaine with a Tasmanian devil is a very bad idea. <laughs> oh my god, okay. You might think it might be fun. Uh, you might think it might be fun and for the first thirty minutes, and it was. But then you wake up in a puddle of vomit that may or may not be yours and naked next to a cactus or a deflor fight woman and I don't recommend sticking your dick in either one. The raptor skull was a gift to Zendora Triad, daughter of King Triad, a beautiful sculpture of a raptor's head made from the best diamonds, rubies, and other jewels of the Triad Nation. It was from one of her suitors who thought that he could avoid having to enter the pit of despair and give her this gift instead. This was bad because if you avoided the pit of despair, you would have to enter the hallway of hope, which is not as bad as the broom closet of melancholia, but still pretty fucking bad. The suitor only made it past a turtle before his head was sliced clean off by not finishing the dance challenges. I put my cigarette out and lit up another. Do the cops have any suspects, I say? Quite a few. Mary replies back as she pours another cup of coffee. You know, they have the usual. Blacks, Asians, Muslims, anyone who is not white or Christian. Damn it, I say. They are always doing the same exact thing as always. I swear these cops are more worse at a job than a mop boy at Finkel's Gentleman's Club. I'm not even going to ask, says Mary as she takes her coffee and paper over to her desk and sits down. She takes a magnifying glass out of her desk and uses it on the newspaper article. Hmm, said Mary as she looks over the article. In this picture, I see very small traces of a fiber used only in the shoes of Rocco Rococo. 
Rocco was once a promising actor who is now a small-time thug. His biggest acting credit was a walk-on in a soap opera. Everybody's having sex but you. <laughs> oh my god, this feels like a Mad Lib. Okay. <laughs> He, he had one line, but couldn't, but couldn't turn that performance into more roles. He got a job working as an errand boy from Big Lou Barreno, and now has pretty much stayed there. Do you think we should check out the museum first? I ask Mary as I put out my cigarette. Mary looks worried. I don't know, Jason. Inspector Claus doesn't really like you interfering with his investigation. Plus, I still think he's mad at you about last Christmas. Oh, come on, Mary. He still can't be that upset. It was a swingers party. It was not that kind of party. It was his daughter's 10-year-old birthday, and you started hitting on every mom in the place. You know, I did think it was kind of weird to have all these kids at an orgy, but I just thought they couldn't get a sitter is all. You even hit on the clown. Well, what did you want me to do, Mary? Try seducing the mime? They don't talk. Have you ever gone down on one? They don't ever give you any direction. It's really frustrating. Well, just to be on the safe side, Jason, I wouldn't be in the same room that he's in. I say fine and chuckle a little. Inspector Claus was once my partner back when I was a cop. He wasn't no inspector then. He was just Fred, and people loved us back then. No one got murdered on our beat, and we got some good bribes from nice gangsters like Lucky McCool and Never Lie Kyle. But the good times could last forever. Fred got a promotion and worked his way up. While I got into one mistake after the other, and now run a detective agency with my old classmate and drinking buddy Mary. I'll get to her in a later chapter, but right now, I think we should check out the museum, don't you? Who are you talking to? Asks Mary. Well, Mary, I answer as I light up another satisfying smoke. This here is a fictional story, and both of us are characters in this. Are you writing it? Replies Mary. Not exactly. I mean, I'm saying the words that I'm saying and thinking the thoughts too, but none of them are actually mine, if that makes sense. No, not at all. How can you be in control of your own self? I know for a fact where I am and who I am. It's probably best you don't think too much about this, but every word you say is being written by a man who is unemployed. Mary laughs. <laughs> a bum! Are you saying that all my actions are being controlled by some guy at a bus stop asking for change? Well, maybe not that extreme, I explain, but still pretty close. It's best not to think about it much. Whatever, says Mary. Let's go check out that museum then. I put on my cigarette and light up another one. I don't know what this case has in store for me. I don't even know if there is one in the first place. There's no client to pay me right now, and rent is due in two weeks. Hey, wait a minute. Can I narrate? Said Mary. Not in this story, Mary. I'm sorry, I said. This is bullshit. It's because I'm a woman. I'm sure gender has nothing to do with this, but right now I'm the main protagonist. Fine. I'll play along with your delusions until we get paid. Mary and I head out of the office onto the cold west streets of Chicago. Would we find a sculpture and get rich, or would we meet some unseen doom? Find out in our next chapter, which the moment has no catchy title, but it may soon. <laughs> and that's the end. That's all he sent. <laughs> I want more of that. That was actually kind of funny. Really and funny. I really enjoyed that, yeah. yes. I want more of art, please. <laughs>
please, more, more. Yeah, by all means, please send in chapter two. We will read it on the air. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that was fun. That was a, that was a riot. Yeah, oh, well. that was that was so cool. <laughs> that was so so cool. Uh, we got this. Okay, so if uh, you out there want to submit some fan fiction for us to read, uh, you can email it to me at whatever jasonsoto at gmail dot com, and we will definitely read it on the air because uh, we enjoy doing that. Yes, that's fun. <clears throat> okay, so that's I think I'm caught up on all the old stuff. Uh, let's see that 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 yes. All right, moving onward. Um, let's see. What was I going to talk to you about today? Oh, um, we were talking about the weather earlier because it's just something people do, apparently. (laughs) That's just what people do. And you mentioned that it's snowing at your house right now. Snowing, like properly, actually snowing, like white outside, still coming down. It's crazy. It looks like fucking Christmas out there. It's, it's, it's pretty though. I'll give it that. It's now, pretty. do do you like? Now, I know you say you like summer and stuff, but do you also like snow and stuff like that, or are uh, you like no fuck the snow? I hate snow. I hate <laughs> okay. Like okay, I like it like this where it's like it'll you know cover everything enough to make it look pretty and it's cozy and stuff. But mm-hmm. when it starts getting like like I I like snow in like December, but then when mm-hmm. it gets into fucking January. February and March and even April, it's like no, and it's just the whole world like is smothered by it. I I hate that. Like <laughs> I I can't even tell you how much I hate winter. Like it's seriously like the worst time of year. I fucking hate. Ugh. What do you do? You like when are you uh, one of the people? Like there's there's a lot of autumn people, and then mm-hmm. there's like I'm I'm a devoted summer person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's not a lot of I don't find a lot of people that actually like the winter. Um, I actually do know a couple people who do. Um, who like who like snow and they're like, oh, I like went on sweaters and starting fires and you know a fireplace and yeah, uh, you know doing all that stuff and decorating for Christmas and uh, you know I know a lot of people who are like that. I'm not one of them. I I I don't mind Christmas. I don't mind the holidays. Honestly, I'll be perfectly honest with you. <clears throat> I don't mind the holidays. Um, I can do away with the snow. Um, <clears throat> uh, I I mean I don't mind snow if it's a little bit. Yeah. But when I... when it's like a blizzard, then it's like fuck that noise. Yeah. You know what the ultimate worst thing I fucking hate in the whole world is like, you know those like fucking snow banks in parking lots that are oh like, yes and they always got like cigarette butts in them and they're all, like, <laughs> like, it's like you know like mud on the bottom of it it's like ugh, i know is, what you're saying i hate and they don't it, it takes like forever for those things to fucking melt yes they do it's like middle of may and they're still <laughs> yeah i hate that that's like the worst or yes. like dirty snow like i hate yeah. like sloppy dirty muddy snow yeah no i i hear you i did like when i was a kid when they would do that we would just climb up to the top of it oh yeah and then we would like push each other down because that's just kind of what we did when we were kids (laughs) like fuck safety let's just push each other off a off a two foot tall snow mountain full of ice but yeah nothing wrong with that (laughs) (laughs) 
sledding like on the way down, but I hate sledding when you have to walk back up the fucking hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like can can gravity just be turned off for a second yeah. just so I can go back to the top of this hill? Get like a ski lift or something to go. Yeah, sledding. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I I I love summer and like spring, like I don't know. It's it's one of the things I like when it gets to be like January, I'm like, why do I still live in New England? How come I don't live in like Florida or something? <laughs> Cuz I fucking hate it. Like it gets mm. it it's like oppressive, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Get, oh, too. The worst is like I lived in Vermont and that place like oh. It is like living in the shining. I know I've said that before, but that's literally what it's like. You're like trapped inside and there's snow every single day, all day long, and it doesn't mm. go away. Like it even snowed in May when I lived up there. <coughs> oh, sh- oh, yeah. Yeah, because I got a friend who lives in Maine and he always posts on Facebook all the time. It's like May 25th. And then yep. we'll show a picture of like the weather and it says like snow advisory. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, you know, summer like lasts like two weeks and then it just goes back to like. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, Not yeah. for me. Not for me. Um, I'm more partial to spring only because it's like such a breath of fresh air after winter. Uh, and that it's like at that nice temperature where it's not too hot, but it's not too cold, and you then, can go you can go out without a jacket, but you have to wear pants, and uh, you know it's like a good like seventy two, seventy three degrees. The sun is out, birds are out. Like and... late spring. I'm sorry. Like, do you like late spring or early spring? Um, actually, I late spring, like June, like or like May. Um, I. I I just like the very first nice day of the year, which is technically typically around April ish when it starts like yeah. getting kind of nice. So I guess early spring, but I like late spring too. Yeah. Um, uh, cause I do like, you know, late spring. That's when all the trees come to life and the grass yeah. is fuller and it you looks, it looks really nice out. I love in late spring when it's, um, you know, like early June and all the pollen starts getting all over everything, and like cars have that yellow pollen all over them. I mm-hmm. love that. That's like my favorite thing. Oh well, I'm guessing because you don't have allergies. That's probably <laughs> why that part doesn't bother you. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love that. Like all the little like green things fall on top of cars and are, on the sidewalks are all green. I love that so much. You know what's interesting it. about fall, actually. Those little helicopter things. You have those by you? You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, it's tons of those. In those are office. always everywhere. Yeah. And it's, it's always neat, like, being in, like, a forest when those things are falling because it's just, like, a shit ton of them are, yeah. like, whipping around you. I love uh, – the woods is so pretty, like, this time of year. Like, I, it's so, like <clears> – like, all the colors on the trees and stuff. It's gorgeous. And yeah. I like – I like the way the air smells in the um, autumn because of all the leaves, like that leaf smell. I love that. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's... Now, the o- only thing I don't like about late spring is that's when all the bugs come to life. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I don't like bugs. I love bugs. Mm-hmm. I don't like mosquitoes, but I like bugs. Like, that's one of the things that I love about summer is, like, summer nights when there's bugs everywhere. Like, you see those big, like, f- um, 
fish flies and like the June bugs. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. When I, this summer, I sat outside on my porch at night with my laptop and the whole screen was kept getting like bugs on it. And I just love that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just love, and I love like fireflies. Do you like fireflies? Okay, I don't mind fireflies because they leave you alone. They just kind of float by and do their thing, and they don't harm you or bite you or try to attack you any kind of way. They just look, yeah. they just look cool. Yeah, I, I like bugs. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, okay, so I don't, I just don't like. Okay, so my apartment for some reason attracts all the bugs. And so we can't open windows when it's, like, nice enough to have windows open. That sucks. Because then they get in the house. Yeah. And we have screens, but because we don't, we're not the one maintaining the apartment, the apartment complex is maintaining the apartment. Yeah. And, and they do a shitty-ass job maintaining it. They don't always keep things, like, up to snuff. So there's these holes in our screens that bugs can get through. Yeah. So oh. very rarely do we have our windows open. Uh, like sometimes I'll tempt fate and open it, um, but then if I see like something fly in, then it's like okay, fuck that, and I <laughs> I close the window. Um, but uh, but then like the fucking wasps and hornets then start oh, appearing. Yeah, fuck those things. So those things are evil. I said, you know, um, I don't know if he's listening to this, but Tom, Tom <laughs> has been attacked by wasps. Oh, it's Tom be attacked by wasps. Oh. He fucked up. <laughs> oh, that sucks. We were in the woods, like walking around, um, and Tom, like there was a old, like dried up tree, like a dead tree, uh-huh. and Tom went and punched it because that's what we do. We go in the woods and <laughs> they, they like you know, like break old things and kick things and punch things and stuff. So Tom goes over and he punches this dead tree, and the top of it, you know, like it just snaps in half. And then all fucking wasps just start pouring out of it and chasing Tom. And he's like, wasps, wasps. Steve <laughs> tries running away from him, but he's getting like chased by Tom being chased by wasps. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's like fucking welts all over him. Like, oh, God like, damn, that ah, sucks. Big, like fucking red welt like it looks so painful like uh so, story don't go around just punching things in the woods because they could wasps in them tom learned the hard way <laughs> lesson learned don't punch trees don't punch trees even <clears throat> if you especially if it's a dead tree and you think you can break it in half by punching it don't do that <laughs> <laughs> that's probably just overall good advice just <laughs> <laughs> just, just See, don't I go... like, that's like what we do like me and uh jr tom and steve's like i love you know i have like a machete you go out in the woods and you like chop off like all like the, the dried branches of trees just whack them off it's fucking fun as shit i love that but yeah don't do that to dead trees i guess <laughs> yeah i can't say i've ever walked around punching trees i can't <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't relate to this one, Mary. I'm sorry. Ever walk around the woods with like a machete, like? No. Ironically enough, no. Despite my name being Jason, (laughs) I have not walked around the forest with a machete. It's fun. (laughs) Hmm. I feel like like those little tiny stick branches on trees that are like dead. They're just sticks out. You grab machete, you go whack, and they just snap off, and you just kind of like 
hack them off. It's just satisfying. It's fucking fun. I love that. I love being in the woods. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> now I know what you do for fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean if whenever I get to come to visit you, that's what we're doing? We're going to be walking through woods oh, yeah. with machetes, smacking dead trees, and getting chased by wasps? Is that what? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're promising me right now? <laughs> happen. You're going to have to go through the, the induction of wood-destroying things. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Only if I can film it and put it on the YouTube channel. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Then all right. Then I'm in. If it's for content, I'm in. I'll do anything for content. <laughs> uh, even if it means punching a tree and getting chased by wasps, I will. Yep. I will do it for content. And and join our forest tribe. Here's the sucky thing: is I can't run because I'm fat. So I think I'm just gonna get killed by wasps. So you're gonna have to upload the video and label it: Jason Soto gets killed by wasps. Real shocking footage. <laughs> Make sure you submit it to all the news. Uh, make sure you submit it to all the news uh, 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 sites and stations, and do it like comedian Jason Soto got killed by wasps today. <laughs> Here's the footage. <laughs> oh, and then they get to do that warning. They'd be like, "Warning: This video might be too graphic for sensitive viewers." And then there's a video of me running around with wasps. Ah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know why this comedian was in the forest punching trees and getting chased by wasps, but and then he's, like dead in the coffin, and I'll be like, he can't, he needs his glasses. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <sighs> oh god, did that make you cry in that movie? When that happened? Yes, I was traumatized by really? that movie. That traumatized you? I was, I was like, what, like seven years old, maybe? I had a crush on Macaulay Culkin, and it was like, mm. I had just seen Home Alone, and it was like, hey, it's Macaulay Culkin, and just watch him get stung to death by fucking bees. <laughs> traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie, though. Have you seen the sequel? Oh, yes. yes. Do you like the sequel? Yes. Oh, okay. I when I was like 12. I don't know if I watched it now. I would Because that's one of those movies I feel like shouldn't have a sequel. Yeah. Because it's like, why? Like, yeah. And it like, was kind of like the same thing. I always, I kind of like that she went out to like the tar pits and they showed like California. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, 12-year-old me liked it, but maybe 36-year-old me wouldn't feel the same way. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll probably have to watch that sometime soon and see if it holds up. <laughs> we'll have a my girl Two watch party and we'll see if that holds up because i don't i don't understand uh when they make sequels to movies that doesn't need sequels like i know it's just a money grab like that's really all it is yeah they rarely work out although you know i like um how do you feel about wayne's world 2 oh i love wayne's world 2 i do too that movie's awesome like del preston that shit's hilarious. yeah yeah. I, okay. I think um, Terminator Two is better than the first Terminator. That I, mean, I agree with as well. Yes, I do think the second one is way better than the first one. I do agree with you on that, and I do agree that Wayne's World Two is really good too. But I, so there's exceptions, of course. Like you know, Wayne's World Two obviously is good, but like you know, when I see they make a sequel to like Now You See Me, uh, like why does there need to be a second one of those? You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, 
You know like, what? You know what I thought didn't work at all is the Austin Powers sequels. Like the the first one was a smash. That yeah. Movie was awesome. But then it's like the sequels just kind of like just eh. Mike well, four jokes and like you know it's like they just got like I I hated like fat bastard and then like that other character with his like picking his skin and stuff and just was eh. And, <laughs> Graham was in one of those movies, and she's horrible in everything. She's like the worst actor. <laughs> Heather Graham is terrible. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Like this. Everything Heather Graham says is like this. Like, she's... <laughs> she was cool in Boogie Nights. I was just gonna say, she 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 worked in that movie because her character was supposed to be stupid as shit. But even still... <laughs> line reading like in that movie she's like we are officially out of limes jack we need limes jack like it's just uh it's like she's just so wooden like i i don't shit mm. i like Bo- boogie nights and her scene at the end of that was very scary but yeah 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 agreed um but i uh, let me think i actually kind of thought the second awesome powers movie was better than the first really yeah I really enjoyed the sequel. I really did enjoy that. Now the third one, I you know I can take or leave it. I wasn't a huge yeah. fan of it, um, but I did like the second one. See, I the second one, ugh, it's just Heather Graham and no Elizabeth Hurley. Like Elizabeth Hurley was a hundred times better than Heather Graham. Hmm. Like I actually liked that character. Really? Yeah. And the huh. first one was just, I don't know. Hmm. Like, or Mike Myers has a tendency to recycle jokes. That is true. I I, I do agree with that because I remember watching The Love Guru. Oh, and saw- just, just basically saying, this is like Austin Powers, but not Austin Powers. Yeah, he literally <laughs> has, um, like, the fat bastard voice is literally oh, yeah. the character he did on Saturday Night Live, but it was like... Yeah. A- it's just a Scottish character, which is also mm-hmm. the same voice that he uses as the father in Sorry, so, Yeah, Sorry, Next Murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's always like a joke of like somebody looking at something from a silhouette point of view and getting it. Oh, oh it looks yeah. Like, yeah, like it's always like that, you know. He, 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 he yeah. He had a I, date. I do agree. I, I do, I do like him as Wayne Campbell. Yeah. And I did like So I Married an Axe Murderer. Um, but I think that might have, and I do like the second Austin Powers movie, but I think that's about where I stand on, on Mike Myers. How do you feel? Um, do you ever watch him on Saturday Night Live? No. Yeah. I liked him on Saturday Night Live when he was on there, you know, doing his stuff. I do. Yes. I did enjoy that. Um, he just kind of seems like a jerk too. You know what I mean? Like hmm. I've heard stories of him that he's not very nice and he's kind of really, de- yeah, um, that's but weird. Yeah. Cause he's Canadian. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Director Penelope Spears that made Wayne's World with him said that he was a nightmare to work with and he was just like really demanding and he used to like scream at her about the type of bagels that he got and stuff. What? He, really? Yeah, look it up. Like, um, look up anything. Just like type in like Penelope, Penelope Spears, Mike Myers, you know, whatever. And yeah, a lot of people, it's not even just her. It's like he he's pretty much known as being like a real nightmare to work with. 
Hmm. And he uh, he even stole Dana Carvey's. Uh, oh yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, so you know who else I hear is really difficult to work with is uh, Catherine Heigl. Yeah, is she the one that does cat litter commercials now? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me Google that. Yeah, Heigl cat litter. Come, well, hang on, I gotta. Holy shit! You're right. What the fuck? What? That's what I. That's what I've heard is that she's su- such a nightmare to work with. Nobody will hire her, so she's doing cat cat litter commercials. Hang on. This. We call what you're experiencing communication issues. Yep. Tiffany, why did you dookie on Eric's pillow? She needs a better smelling litter box. Seriously. And no dust. And stronger clumps. Well, we both want those things. What you both want is cat's pride, fresh and light, ultimate care. Cats are complicated. What? Great litter is simple. Look for fresh and light, ultimate care in the I had no idea she did this. So she's leaving me all those dead mice because she loves me. No, she's doing that to terrify the dog. Also, you know, not for nothing, interjecting here, lightweight cat litter kills cats. So don't use that. If you're, if you're, if you're listening to this and you want to buy lightweight cat, don't fucking do it. It will get in your cat's lungs and it, it kills them. Really? Yeah. Lightweight cat litter is very, very dangerous. <clears throat> but huh. yeah, Catherine Heigl, look at that. Doing cat litter. <laughs> look at, I guess she's that difficult to work with that she yeah. has to work with cats. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I could just keep hearing from like everybody that she was very like hard to work with and like very demanding and um I always like hearing about that kind of thing, like what celebrities are real assholes in like real life and stuff. Like I I love that. <laughs> it's just so dishy, you know. Let's see. Let me look up some cases here. Well it says here Catherine Heigl missed acting like an asshole during the height of her success. Didn't she also, I think she like, um, I think she talked shit about a movie that she was in or a, a company or a director or something. And she, she like threw them under the bus and, you know, um, <clears throat> that could have been when she was on knocked up. Maybe it was something like, Oh, I'm too good to be in, uh, this type of movie or this, genre so I don't, i'm not I'm, I'm not really familiar with katherine heigl i'm i hear about her all the time on reddit because reddit is obsessed with talking about how much of an asshole she is <laughs> okay <laughs> all, all this information i've got <clears throat> i've actually never seen any of her movies so i don't know I've, what she- i've only just seen knocked up i've not seen anything else she was in yeah i didn't see that one and apparently she had a big role on Grey's Anatomy, which I've never seen. Yeah, I've never um, seen. Um uh Grey's Anatomy. I'm just trying to see. I'm I'm thinking it might have been uh knocked up. Like she didn't want to do uh do that with uh Seth Rogen and all them people, but I'm not I'm not for certain on that. Uh eh, it doesn't say in here. Oh well. Um yeah, I'm always yeah, it's always interesting to hear these lists of like people who are hard to work with. Like yeah. I see these every now and then like on YouTube, like mo- like Watch Mojo will do like top 10 yeah. celebrities hard to work with and it'll be like her, uh Christian Bale, 
Uh, Edward Norton is supposedly one that supposedly is hard to work with. Uh, who else? Toby um, Yeah, I've heard he's kind of hard to work with. Uh, there's like a bunch. Like, yeah, there's a whole bunch. Some even, yeah, even kind of surprise you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, I see, that's, this is exactly why I don't like have, I don't understand people who just love celebrities. Like, you know, they know them or something. Cause it's like, <laughs> these people like, you remember everybody loved Bill Cosby. Oh yeah. Back in the eighties before, yeah. before. Then, oh wait, he's a rapist. <laughs> like, you know, people don't put too much stock into celebrities. They feel like they know them, but they don't actually know them. Yeah. It's like a, you know, but okay. But Bill Cosby was a shock because he was like, like everyone's dad, you know, like, you know, he had, he was like the eighties dad, you know, yeah. he was very well, relatable. It, it really proves the point though. It's like, you know, he, to everybody else, he was like the most heartwarming, like, you know, awesome guy. I loved him when I was a kid. I felt like I wanted him to be my dad. Right. Exactly. But then it's like, <clears throat> wait a minute. Like, holy shit that's fucking crazy you know yeah no yeah totally it's like it's, totally bad of a person too like that's fucked that's fucked up i was severely heartbroken when louis ck got in trouble for what he did because i thought he was the funniest person I like think- ever he was like below Patton oswald in terms of in how funny he was I liked him for a while because I, okay. I think his observational humor is really funny, Mm. but I remember he just increasingly would talk about disgusting sexual stuff. Like I remember he had a bit where he literally talked about his daughter's private parts and how she was (laughs) moving them like a mouth. And it was like, disgusting, dude. Mm. Like, and and it was like when his daughter was like a little girl and Uh. it's, yeah, like, in all of his, like, disgusting, you know, like, uh, the saddest hand job in the world joke and stuff, it's like, this guy is just getting off on, I think his thing is, like, humiliation and being, like, a loser, and it's Probably. like, you, you just kind of, like, realize retroactively, like, his whole fucking, like, act in his show was just a way of him to get off on, like, oh, look at what a loser I am. I'm su- such a disgusting sexual freak. I'm such a loser. Like, it's just, I feel like he, like, used that <clears throat> to satisfy his fetish for being, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, yeah, that that's patient. very possible that, you know, because that is, like, a kink that people have. Yeah, and if you think, if you look back on, like, his show, he's always, like, in sexually humiliating situations and you know, his his stand-up act is all about sexual humiliation and how he's, like, you know, a fat loser and all that stuff. And it's like, holy shit, that's that's who he is. He's, like, getting off on that. You know, like, that's gross. Like, Louis C.K. <laughs> is gross. I, I can't, like, get over it, you know? Like, he's just disgusting. I remember also hearing um him on Howard Stern. Okay. And he talked, and this was way before his you know, the whole thing came out um, with him, but this was like at the height of his fame, but he was talking to Howard Stern about how he lived in Boston. When he lived in Boston, he um, went to some kind of like dilapidated building with a prostitute and he wanted her to like give him a hand job on the floor, but he knew that he like thought it was sketchy and he thought that like people like were going to come and rob him or something. So he was like, 
you know, trying to make her do it faster and stuff. And it was just like so disgusting. Like hearing him talking, he's like laying on the floor of like a, you know, a derelict building with a fucking prostitute. And it's like, what kind of a guy is this? Like he's fucking, <laughs> Louis C.K. has some real bad sexual issues, I think. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's just funny you say all this after I said I left. Well, yeah. I mean, I liked him too for a little while. And it was just like, this guy is like, gr- like creepy and gross. Like, who talks about their little daughter's private parts? Now, a- see, I don't remember that at all. I have to, I'll look that up. I have to look that up because I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, I he- do know he, he does talk. He does really put himself down. He does talk about, you know, sex a lot and. You know, when he was married, he would talk about, you know, stuff with his wife and stuff like that. But I don't remember anything about his daughter, honestly. I'll be honest. I don't remember. It was a a bit about how she was, like, getting out of the tub or something, and she was naked, and she started, like, moving her private parts, like, lips. You know what I mean? And, like, made Uh... you voice or something and he like mimicked the the voice or whatever it was like fucked up it was like dude that's that's really crossing a line like you're talking about your own daughter and and a little girl like to do you know on a public stage like that's fucked up like louis ck is weird I, is it is it at all possible though that that really happened and he's just relating it to like a yeah but it, i mean it's possible that happened but why the fuck would you make that into a comedy bit and tell everybody like that's kind of creepy like if that you know a parent witnesses things like that all the time every parent has little kids that do weird stuff because they don't understand sex but why would you go on a public national stage and be like Ta-ha, guess what my daughter did that's like putting that image into so many people's minds of a little girl touching herself that's fucked up like that that, that's not funny you know it might be funny to like if you were like a parent be like oh my god look at what you're doing but you know when you make it into like hey i'm gonna go on stage and tell everybody about this creepy like he 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 grosses me out i don't know (laughs) okay all right okay like i said i gotta go see if i can find that because i don't remember that i don't still remember that bit that's all i'm saying i just don't remember it um, I don't know. Maybe I didn't see that special or something. I don't know. I'm I'm very curious yeah. of how he presented that. That's all I'm I'm curious about. Um, but okay, all right. Well, yeah, we agree. We we well. My point was gonna be was that I like Louis C.K. and then all that came out, and then I guess I should have saw the writing on the wall. Like, well, I guess this is obvious if he was, you know, being like a perv during his yeah. you know act. Yeah. I guess it makes sense that he was doing this shit. Um, but now I don't longer really pay attention to him anymore. Even though he's still... Did you know he's still like doing comedy now? He like does shows every now and then in New York. Have yeah. you heard about that? He must have some really like still like loyal followers. Like A lot of people on Reddit seem to be like, oh, what he did isn't a big deal and stuff. I mean, mm. it's, it's disgusting, but it's just like... I wish it didn't ruin... Like, he just kind of like ruined himself for me like i i do and be really hilarious like i thought he was so funny when he was on dr cats like when he's doing Mm. like clean comedy or even if it's a little bit raunchy he can be hilarious but when it's like straight up just like and then you find out that he's like all into weird shit i don't know it's (laughs) (laughs) all right fair enough (laughs) okay uh oh hey mary you know what time it is what time is it jason it's time for the mixtape. Hey. 
right. Um, since you were gone last week, I'll let you go first, Mary. What you got for us? My pick this week is very uh, dark song. <laughs> oh, shit. It, okay. Um, kind of depressing, but it's A Most Peculiar Man by Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, it's a good song. It's just dark and kind of depressing, but it's a good song. Okay. All right. What's yours? Okay. Well, mine's the opposite. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to Okay, in a little bit uh when we wrap up the show, I'm going to kind of I'm going to kind of want to talk to the people about um election day. And so right now everyone's like anxiety levels is like through the roof. They're all like nervous and anxious because this episode's going to go out the day before election day. So right now everyone's on edge and it's like feels like you know they're just breaming with anxiety and all this crazy stuff and so what i like to do is just kind of have everyone just kind of calm down for a minute and i'm gonna play you guys a fun song this is like a fun kind of a party song uh it's from the 60s um and every time i hear it it never fails to put me in a good mood it makes me want to bop my head and kind of dance around and i kind of hope you know just for these like it's a very short song like two minutes three minutes tops uh, you just kind of relax, just kind of just jam out to this. Uh, pretend you're uh, in a 60s movie. Because uh, every time they show like the 60s, like, you know, in a modern era, they go back to the 60s. This is one of the songs they always play. And it's Wooly Bully by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Nice. I have that on final. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, It's a very fun, you know, upbeat song that just makes you just want to move and dance. And so I hope, like, you know, just for one, listening to the show, you guys just kind of relax, chill out. And uh, after you hear the dark, depressing song Mary picked, uh, <laughs> we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blast you some Wooly Bully here. So here you go. He was a most peculiar man. That's what Mrs. Reardon says, and she should know She lived upstairs from him She said he was a most peculiar man He was a most peculiar man He lived all alone within a house, within a room, within himself, a most peculiar man. He had no friends, he seldom spoke. And no one in turn ever spoke to him Cause he wasn't friendly and he didn't care And he wasn't like them Oh no, he was a most peculiar man He died last Saturday He turned on the gas and he went to sleep 
with the windows closed so he'd never wake up to his silent world and his tiny room and Mrs. Reardon says he has a brother somewhere who should be notified soon and all the people said what a shame that he's dead but wasn't he a most peculiar man Uno, dos, one, two, tres, cuatro. Listeners, my name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. 
Okay, we're back, and um, I didn't pre-plan anything for this last segment, but I had an idea uh, as I was using the washroom. Um, we mentioned earlier that Vern's uh, <laughs> fanfic reminded <laughs> me of Mad Libs. Yeah. So I thought, let's play Mad Libs. I got a, I got a Mad Libs sheet here. I love Mad Libs. And... Um, this is called. This is from a book called Adult Mad Libs. Now, when I say that, it's not like immediately like sexual or anything. Like none that I've come across so far. They're just like they're not kid Mad Libs. Like it's not like Jack and Blank went to the farm. You know, it's not like that's kind of Mad yeah, Libs. No, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make that distinction before anyone got worried. <laughs> so okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask you for the stuff. I'm gonna fill it in, then I'm gonna read it out. Okay. 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 Here we go. Uh, is that the one I wanted to do? Hang on, wait. Sorry. I'm trying to find... Let's do this one. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Two... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. One more time. All right, so I need a female name. Jane. Okay. Uh, I need an adjective. Um, foul. And then I need a number. Eight. I need another adjective. Um. Uh. Anfractuous. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Anfractuous. 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 Infraction. Means like turning or or like, you know, winding. You know. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> I'm trying to get through the spelling here. A F R A C T U O O U S. Infractious. A fractious. Okay. Whew. All right. That's what you don't hear every day. <laughs> um. Okay. Don't get mad, but I need another adjective. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, soft. Okay. A type of liquid. Apple juice. Okay. Hang on. All right, I need an adverb. Excitedly. Excitedly. Uh, I need an exclamation. Hell's bell. <laughs> <laughs> I need a plural noun. Typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I need a part of the body. Coccyx. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is, but this is the fact that you just pulled that out of nowhere. All right, hang on. I got to figure out how to spell that now. Hang on. I got to Google that. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, I know what it is. 
Okay, that's that's that, whoa, that's not what I meant to type. Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Thank you, thank you, Google. Finally. <laughs> C C Y X. Okay, I need a noun. Um. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Okay. I need a celebrity. Um celebrity. Ariana Grande. <laughs> uh a verb. Jump. Uh, another plural noun. Ghosts. Uh, another adverb. Um, chillingly. What was that? Chillingly. Oh, chillingly. Okay. Uh, and then last one is an adjective. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> to Jane at work.com has someone who cares about you and your foul career at this <laughs> Fortune 8 company I must say I am disappointed in your behavior at last night's holiday party. Having been a fractious once myself, I'd like to give you some soft advice. <laughs> Enjoying a drink of apple juices exact, excitedly fine. Shouting hell's bells, typewriters, every time you take a sip is not. <laughs> Complimenting a fellow co-worker is encouraged. But I'd recommend not applauding the size of our president's coccyx. <laughs> especially, especially. That's <laughs> how he calls the coccyx, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, so I think they mean the president of this company, not the president of the United States. Just to clear oh, that up. Yes. Just to clear that up. Just I want to make that very clear. Because this next sentence is going to sound weird otherwise. Oh. So, recommend not applauding the size of our president's coccyx. Especially since she recently gave birth to a Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Singing Ariana Grande's I Want to Jump You All Night Long during karaoke is just a bad idea. Vomiting all over my new pair of ghosts once the party was over was not appreciated. I chillingly hope you take these words to heart and conduct yourself in a more heartbreak manner next time. Sincerely, Human Resources. That was awesome. That was. You want to do one more? I'd lives. <clears throat> you want to do one more? Yes. All right, we'll do one more here. Yay. Okay. Uh, adjective. Adjective. Um, disturbing. Uh, adverb. Um, quickly. 
plural noun. Flamingos. Uh, adjective. Racist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, can we see how that plays out? Uh, another adjective. Um. Uh, pale. Uh, noun. Um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, another adjective. Fat. Okay. Uh, a number. Three. Uh, type of liquid. Grape Kool Aid. Hi, <laughs> Kate. Hi, Kool-Aid. Uh, a noun. Cat. <laughs> Gee, where did you pull that from? <laughs> uh, okay, I need another. I need an adjective. Cute. Cute. <laughs> wow. Hi, cat. <laughs> uh, adverb. Um, adverb. Uh, disgustingly. Disgustingly. Uh, animal. Um, a swordfish. <laughs> okay. Uh, plural noun. Um, gummy bears. Uh, adjective. Orange. And noun. Um, weather vane. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Thanks for this disturbing meal, Mom. <laughs> I, I quickly appreciate all you do for me, even though I am a useless sack of flamingos. <laughs> I am still... Oh, my God. <laughs> I am still amazed at how racist your love is for me, even after all the pale stunts I've pulled. For example, that time I got kicked out of Tom Cruise Scouts for that teeny fat forest fire. You think after three years in the program, I'd know that grape Kool-Aid is flammable. Or that time I accidentally pulled the cat alarm at school. Oops. <laughs> but here you are, Mom, making me a cute dinner, which I will disgustingly feed to our swordfish under the table. <laughs> <laughs> 
when I grow up and have gummy bears of my own, I hope to have the patience that you do, or an orange supply of over-the-weather vein aspirin. <laughs> Awesome. That was cool. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I do. I also enjoy um Mad Libs. I think that's funny. Yeah, I think they're funny. I played them all the time when I was a kid. It's been a long time. Yeah, I I bought this actually I bought this book like 3 4 years ago. Really? And yeah, it's I've not I've not filled it up yet. I just I just have it around just for stuff like this. If we're just kind of like chilling somewhere, it's like, hey, I got these Mad Libs. Let's do it really quick. Oh, that's a, awesome. I feel like I need to get one of those. Yeah, until I'm, I'm probably gonna go buy another one soon. I played Mad Libs since I was a kid, but damn, I always loved it. Oh, cool. Fun. Well, I'm glad we got to uh, got to do that. Yeah. So okay. Um. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, but before we do, uh, I kind of want to talk to the American people right now really quickly. Okay. Uh, I just kind of want to just say something just because I mentioned this on my on my mixtape song that right now everyone's like on edge. Like everyone's nervous about tomorrow, about the election, you know, who's going to win, what's going to happen. And I just kind of want to just like lay this out for everybody. What's happening um, <clears throat> I'm sorry? What's happening tomorrow? Well, this this episode's coming out the day before oh, election. Okay, I was like, did something else is something else happening too? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is this story? is coming out. This is coming out the day before election day. Yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to You you got to think like. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. So my goal for this show was to just kind of not ever be super serious. Like I don't ever talk about super serious things. Uh, we don't get political. We don't talk about like death and cancer and shit like that uh, you know we, I, what I my goal was to kind of have a distraction for all of that yeah. because there are plenty of other podcasts and videos and YouTubes and TV shows that get like political and debate about politics well, and current events and stuff like that everywhere you go and my whole thing was I kind of want to have a one spot that people can turn to to kind of escape from that. Yes. So with that said, I do want to just very quickly just kind of help ease everyone's mind about the election. Just to kind of help you make you, maybe this will make you feel better. Maybe this won't. I don't know, but I hope this will calm you down a little bit. And I'm being pretty serious here when I say all this, uh, is that I just want everyone to just relax. Just everyone be calm, be cool. I know there's a lot riding on this election, and I know it's very stressful, and I know there's certain people out there making the world a terrible place, trying to like just be dickheads on purpose. Uh, but what I need you to do is I just need you to just block all that. I'll just block all that. Just, just ignore it. Just, just put it out of your mind. Don't even think about it. And here's what I want you to do on election day. First thing is vote. If you haven't voted already, if you hadn't done mail-in or if you haven't did early voting, I want you to go vote. Go vote as early as you can because there's going to be lines out the wazoo. Um, I'll tell you right now, when I went to go vote, uh, I did. I had a mail-in ballot, but I decided to drop it off at the ballot box because I didn't fully trust the postal service to, to deliver it on time. And I didn't want it to be lost or whatever. So I had the idea of well, I'm going to go take this to 
our uh, county building. We have a city county building downtown Indianapolis uh, where they had a ballot box. I went to the building. This was a Sunday, mind you, when I did this. The line was wrapped around the building like twice. Like it was a crazy ass long line. And this was for early voting. This is for people who just wanted to vote it early. And I had a ballot that I already filled out and I wanted to drop off. So I found a security guard and I said, hey, I got a ballot. I just need to drop it off. Where do I go? The guy said, oh, you got to go to the front door where everyone's going in to do early voting. And so I was like, oh, fuck. So I went I went to the front, and there was no other security guy there. It was just the line, then the doors, and then the, the all the guards were inside the building. And I was, like, looking at this door, which was the only door to get into this building to vote. And I realized it was going to look like I was going to cut the line to go vote. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so I, I said to Felicia, who was with me, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take your ballot. And I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to talk to the guy at the front of the line, the regular voter who's going to vote, the front of the line. And I'm going to assure him that I'm not cutting that the other security guards said I could just walk in and drop these off. And that's what I did. And that guy was awesome. He was super nice. And he said, yeah, yeah, you got the ballot. Yeah, go ahead. Just just go right in front. No one said anything. No one in line got mad. And it was pretty cool. I just think it was awkward to have it the same goddamn door. Yeah. <laughs> like, why they didn't make it a separate door? Why didn't have a ballot box outside? Why there wasn't a guard outside so I can tell the guard, like, hey, I just need to drop these off. Where do I need to go? But once I got in, I was able to drop our ballots off, and we voted, and it was all cool. And so that's what I'm going to urge you to do uh, is to just, just go ahead and vote, and if you – uh, if you see a long line, do not get discouraged. Just stay in the line. Okay. You might have to be there. You might be there for two hours. You might be there for eight hours. I don't know. It's crazy that you guys had long lines because we went and voted the other day and there was literally no one. It's like I live right next to the town hall pretty much. And we mm. went in there. I just walked in and said, I'd like to vote. I voted and then I walked out. It took like maybe 10 minutes at the most. I think because I... It might have something to do with the size of the city, right? Because yeah. I'm in Indianapolis. Small, so. And you got a small, yeah. So I, so that makes sense. Yeah, that perfectly makes sense. I live in a giant ass city. I live in a met- in the metropolitan area for crying yeah. out loud. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's like a billion, like a kajillion people in the city. So that makes sense. If you live in a giant city, just just hold on, just stay in line, and just vote. You have a right to vote. Uh, do not be intimidated by people. There are going to be some assholes who are going to try to intimidate you. Do not listen to them. Stand your ground. Uh, if they get really rough with you, take their picture. Call the FBI. There's a whole list of things to do if you get intimidated. The second thing I want you to do is either after you vote or you've already voted is do not watch the news. I implore you, do not watch the news because you are going to be anxious and super anxiety ridden the entire day because here's what's going to happen. I promise you this is what's going to happen. Trump is going to be in the lead for a very long time. And the reason for that is because his supporters do not do the mail-in voting or voting early. They're going to vote the day of. And so it's going to look like he's winning and then everyone's going to have a heart attack. So what I need you all to do is to just not even watch the news. Just ignore the news. Ignore social media. 
don't go to Twitter. Don't go to Facebook. Don't watch any news. Don't go to news websites. Don't do anything. Just ignore it. Just pretend it's not even happening. You voted. You did your duty. You are done. Just wait it out. And do not look at the results because it is not going to be accurate on Tuesday, November 3rd. Because we're not going to know the outcome of this election until probably next week, two weeks from now, maybe even at the end of the month. It's going to take a long-ass fucking time for them to count all these votes. Because this is probably the most time, the, the most that people's ever voted in the history of elections. So... It's going to take them a super long time to count everything. So I just want you guys to just be calm, be cool, be collected, uh, ignore social media, uh, don't watch the news, watch anything else. Go catch up on a TV show that you've been meaning to binge watch. If you've never seen The Sopranos, go watch The Sopranos. Uh, If you've never seen Friends, go watch Friends, whatever you're into. Uh, The Office is still on Netflix. Go check out The Office. Um... Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff you can watch. Uh, there's You can catch up on movies. There's a bunch of new movies that are out. I recommend the new Bull Rat movie. That's a really funny-ass movie. It's, it's a political movie. It might not take your mind off of things, but it's also very funny. So I give that a recommendation. But if you really want to ignore politics, literally watch anything else. Um, but I want everyone to be cool. I want you to be calm. And we're all going to get through this together. I have faith that in the end, it's going to work out okay, and we're all going to be better for it. And just for everyone's mental health sake, please do not watch the news on November 3rd, because it's going to fucking drive you crazy. (sighs) That's all I had to say. I just had to, uh, I just wanted to get that out, because, like, I remember last election, my anxiety level was, like, through the roof. I was like pacing around this entire apartment. I had the news on and I just didn't know what to do with myself. And it was a terrible feeling. It's a very terrible feeling. And I don't want anyone else to go through that. And so I'm just kind of urging people to just, you know, take a break. Just take a break from social media. Just take a break from the news. It's going to be okay. Put our episode, put our podcast on. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to the older episodes, this podcast is officially a year old. I forgot to mention that. I keep forgetting to mention that. But this show is officially a year old, so we are 41 or 42 episodes into this show. There's a lot of content for you to check out. So definitely go listen to older episodes of our show. Uh, if you're tired of my voice, you can go listen to other podcasts. There's one that I found called Telehell. Uh, it's a podcast where this guy, he talks about these old like TV shows that got canceled or uh, just something about them was just wrong. And he just kind of makes fun of them while reviewing them. It's really funny. I highly recommend it. Again, it's called Telehell. And that's another way to kind of get your mind off of things. So, okay, there you go. I think I said enough. Cool. Yeah, that's-, that's all I got to say. Okay. All right. Uh, let's wrap up the show, shall we? Yes, we shall. Okay. Whatever with Jay Soto is hosted by me, Jason Soto, and my co-host, Mary Mitchell. I can be found on Twitter at WhateverJSoto, on Instagram at WhatevsJason, or you can email the show at WhateverJasonSoto at gmail.com. You should also head to WhateverJasonSoto.com and join the awesome community we got there. And I wanted to mention we got a blog of sorts. Uh, it is WhateverWithJasonSoto.blogspot.com. And right now, there's one new thing written on there, um, but there's going to be more stuff coming soon. So definitely go there and check it out. Uh, 
Um, and it's going to be a fun time. So check that out. Uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you find high-quality shows like this. The mixtape intro was made by friend of the show, Lackey, uh, who can be found on his SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com slash actionbyhavoc. The beginning and ending song is Liam Lynch's United States of Whatever from the album Fake Songs. We don't exactly have permission to use this song, but we have fair use on our side, so... Come on, just sue us. You can sue us. I got a lawyer. I got a really high-priced lawyer, and he will take the case. Don't no 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 worries about that, my friend. So come on, you can sue me. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, the show is made possible thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon members. Oh my God, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. The best. Seriously. Uh, Chris R from AfterCredits.com. Thank you, Chris R. Thumbs up to you. Uh, the Vern, the funny and hilarious Vern. Yeah, thank you for that fan fiction. That was, <laughs> legitimately, that was hilarious. I love that. And please, that was fucking more. awesome. Yes, please. That was awesome. Please go check, go check out the Vern at Cinema Recall. He's got a fun show over there as well. Thank you so much, Vern, for your support. Uh, Bill Zaney, thank you so much, Bill, for supporting us. Thank you. Uh, it was mentioned already, but. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tom, for supporting us as always. Uh, Big Mike Mendez, thank you so much, Mike. Stay cool. And I'm glad your baseball team won. I think that was your baseball team that won. I'm sorry if it's not. <laughs> but I think you like the Dodgers. Okay. I'm sorry if you don't. I, I think you do. Anyway. And finally, the mysterious benefactor known as Silent Partner. Thank you, mysterious benefactor. Thank you, Silent Partner. Uh, hey, if you want to be a badass like these guys, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash whatever with Jason Soto. And for five bucks a month, you get to listen to episodes like a full week in advance. Uh, not this one, because this is going to go up on Friday the 30th as I'm recording this because we're schedule got screwy. But you're going to get it typically a week in advance. Um, and uh, there's going to be a bonus Patreon-only show uh, for the $5 and $10 members as well. Um, so if you become a Patreon member, uh, you get to hear a bonus show that you can only listen to on Patreon. So definitely go check that out. And I'm not even going to tell you what the show is. We're not even going to say what it is. We want you to just go to patreon.com slash Soto, pay us the 5 bucks, and you'll find out what the show is. We're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, all right, Mary, thank you so much, as always, for being my co-host on this crazy program. It's <clears throat> Yes, we're glad to have you back. We're glad you're doing well again. Yeah. And uh, yes, we missed you as always. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, please mask up, wash your goddamn hands, and keep your head in the clouds and your feet in the mud. Adios. Goodbye. Because this is my United States or whatever. <laughs>